0: So this is an experiment. I'm attempting to go live on Instagram and on Facebook and YouTube at the same time. So we are going to see if I'm not looking at you directly. It's probably because I'm looking. I have like two screens set up. But I wanted to come on here to talk to you today about frame, your horse's frame, your horse's outline, about roundness, why it's important, why it's something that you should pay attention to. So what's been happening is that inside of Amelia's Dressage Club, which is our Facebook group, and if you're not a member of Amelia's Dressage Club, please join the club because it's amazing. And so what we're doing is quote unquote, a frame challenge where everyone is basically posting a photo of them riding their horse and talking a little bit about what their horse's frame looks like. Like, what do they see? Is their horse nice and round and soft-looking? Is your horse behind the bit? Is your horse above the bit? Is your horse looking like a giraffe? And so it's been really fun to see riders and hear about their assessments about their horse's frame and their horse's outline. A couple of things that I wanted to talk about when we're looking at photos of ourselves riding. So when you see photos of your riding, it's important to consider that a photo is just a snapshot. So like when I get my after show and I see all my photos, some of the photos look lovely and my horse is in a really nice frame. Other photos, the horse looks terrible and maybe they're like behind the bit or above the bit, or their mouth is a little bit open, and that's very normal. It's always important to look for trends. So, like, if in every single photo your horse's pull is too low and they're curled behind the vertical, then that's something you need to work on. If in every single photo your horse is above the bit, um, then that's something that you need to work on. Photos and video can be a very helpful part of assessing your frame. But it's important to know that frame and roundness and throughness is something that is developed over time, and it's going to come and go. You're going to have moments during your ride where you see a photo and you can see like, okay, the hind end is engaged. The back is up. My horse has a nice arc in their neck. And what is that feeling there? How does it feel? there's going to be other moments where you see a photo and it's not nice, right? Like you don't have such a nice frame and that's okay too. And whenever, like, especially on the club, it's so important to me when people post a photo, that's not perfect. It's important to understand that training our horses is a journey and it's not always going to be perfect. And That's fine. You have to be okay with the imperfection and you have to learn from the imperfection. And that is what we're all here about. We're all here to learn, to be a part of the journey, to get a little better, and to understand that it is a process. So that's what's going on with the Frame Challenge. This kind of all started because we are doing 30 days to round right now. So the 30 days to round challenge starts on the 15th. And we've already had a lot of people sign up. So if you're in the challenge, give me a hello. I guess I should open up my chat so I can see. So if you are in 30 days round challenge, let me know in the chat if you've already signed up because we already have a couple hundred people, I think, that have joined the challenge and have started going through the curriculum, which is super, super fun. 30 Days to Round is like really this amazing program where not only can you enter to win $10,000 of prize money, which is super exciting, but it really breaks things down step by step. So if you have a young horse or a green horse or a horse that doesn't really understand the contact and how to get round, then working through the curriculum in 30 Days to Round is definitely. The way to go um oh good someone's in the chat there we go (laughs) okay um so that's really the fun of 30 days round i wanted to read this quote from one of the students so she says i know the challenge hasn't technically started yet the videos for the beginning of the challenge are due on the 15th of september But it's really good to enroll in the challenge early so that you have time to like start looking at the curriculum, start printing out your worksheet and kind of figuring everything out. So she says, I've already read half my packet and watched all the groundwork videos, and I'm just too anxious to wait. Last Saturday, I did a 30 minute groundwork lesson. Today, I did another 30 minute groundwork lesson and then rode. The difference already was amazing. Balefire has never felt so forward and relaxed. He's relaxed and sluggish or he's forward and tense. I've never been able to get him in front of my leg and relaxed until yesterday. We had a soft contact, relaxed and forward, supple and we're floating. I could actually feel his core engaged and pushing us forward. Um, So that's just like super exciting to hear from the students that are already starting to work on the exercises. And see a difference i think that roundness and softness and throughness is something that is not taught well and so what i've done is break it down into like these tiny little baby step exercises so that your horse can understand how to use their body how to engage and how to have a nice frame and that's just like super important Oh, hi, Kari, Kari says she signed up today. Fantastic, we're glad to have you. Okay, so I also wanted to read this little quote. Um, So I've been reading this book called The Way to Horsemanship. It's such a good book. Um, But this is, here's a few important things to consider. We must think of forming the horse in the same way as we command his movements from back to front. Oh God. (laughs) I just knocked off my camera. I'm trying to go live on Instagram and Facebook and I knocked off my other camera. Sorry to all of you on Instagram. Okay. So you're forming your horse from back to front. The head and neck position will then develop an established form as if they had been cast in a mold. We do not try to set their form. We must wait until the horse has developed enough strength to balance himself properly in all his gates, and then produces it of his own accord. Um, so that's something that's like really important to think about when we're talking about about roundness and about throughness is that it really, it's not just the neck, right? Roundness is your whole horse's body and getting their hind end to engage, getting their back to lift. And then as a result of that, you have this neck. And so when you take photos of your riding and sometimes your horse is curled, sometimes your horse is above the bit, that's part of the process. The neck position isn't always going to be perfect because you don't have that engagement of the hind end. And it takes a long time to get your horse understanding what they should do with their body and then to get their hind end under them. So... I have a question for all of you in the chat. Go ahead and let me know in the chat what your horse's kind of go-to is. Does your horse tend to curl behind the bit? Does your horse tend to go above the bit? Is your horse heavy in the left rein? Does your horse like to pull on the right rein? Is your horse tend to be too strong or too light? So let me know in the chat if you're watching here live. I think the tricky part about roundness is that every horse is a little different, right? Some horses curl and like put their head on their chest just naturally. Other horses tend to be above the bit and tend to be really strong and stiff. Some horses, okay, I see someone says here too strong. Let's see. Um, Genevieve says curls behind the bit. Someone else above the bit. Um, Can I say the name of the book? Yes, this book is called The Way to Perfect Horsemanship by Udo Udo Berger. It's such a good book. Um, Someone says, my horse hates the bit and won't go forward. I feel your pain. When you think about it, the fact that we have like a piece of metal across our horse's tongue and then we like pull on it, right? Like that's kind of bad (laughs) in a way. Um, oh, yay. You made it from the barn in time. But so bottom line is that every horse starts out different, right? Some of them are curled. Some of them have their head straight in, up in the air. Some of them hate the bit and won't let you touch it. Other horses completely ignore the bit. Like you can be pulling on them so hard and nothing happens. And so what we have to do as riders is we have to teach them to accept the bit. We have to show them you know how to give to the pressure of the bit, how to accept the pressure of the bit, what the point of having a piece of metal is in their mouth. And then as we're teaching them to accept the bit, we also have to teach them about what to do with their body, right? We have to show them how to engage their hind end, how to lift in their back. And and that's the hard part, but pretty much all the time, I say this to my students all the time what you feel in your hands is a symptom of what's happening behind the saddle so if your horse is like really strong and heavy or if your horse is curled and not taking any contact that's all because they're not using their hind end and lifting their back and correctly using their top line and really that is why we want our horses to be round that is why we're doing this whole like frame challenge and 30 days to round thing is because when your horse is correctly using their body and they're engaging their hind in, lifting their back, supple through their top line, it is so nice to ride. It's nice for us to ride them. It's nicer for them because they're engaging their muscles along their back. And so it makes it easier for them to carry us it makes it easier to ride transitions, circles, all kinds of that. And it also changes your horse mentally. Like when they're round and through and soft, it makes them focus. It helps them to relax. It helps them to do the job that we want them to do. So those are all reasons why roundness is important. Um, Okay, so going on with my little book here, an arching of the neck that does not correspond to the general condition of the body is what so many riders try to produce, but it is not correct carriage. Correct carriage implies arching of the back by elastic tension of muscles, lightening of the forehand unimpaired engagement of the hindquarters, suppleness of the joints of the hind limbs, and impulsion. All of these will help the horse to carry the weight of the rider and are essential conditions of submission. But head carriage must correspond to the conformation, the degree of training, and the objectives of training the horse. So that's like kind of complicated and Of course, riding and getting your horse round and getting their frame is complicated. It's a process. It's a little bit different with every single horse. But basically what he's saying is that like you can have a snapshot, right, where your horse looks really good, where you look at it and you're like, okay, my horse looks round in that photo. My horse is on the bit. But then maybe you're thinking about the feeling, you know, and maybe your horse is like really strong or, you know, you know that you can't ride a transition or they feel really tense. And so that's where what he's talking about is that it's not just about the neck position. Like roundness is not just about that your horse's pull is the highest point and their nose is slightly in front of the vertical roundness is so much more than that. It's about the hind and engage the back lifting, and then also the suppleness and the adjustability of the frame, because you need to be able to make your horse a little lower, bring your horse a little up, bend your horse a little more to the left, bend your horse a little more to the right. And I think that like roundness, frame, contact and connection, that is the hardest part of riding it's the hardest part of dressage for sure and i think it's especially difficult when you have a horse that doesn't understand it you know it's one thing if you have a horse that's been like perfectly trained and they kind of go automatically round but what if you're working with a young horse what if you're working with off the track thoroughbred that's like totally different and so that is really what we are going into inside of 30 days to round is breaking that down step-by-step, showing you the exercises to do to teach your horse to get round. And then also understand, you know, I've been getting some comments about this where it's like, really in 30 days, is your horse going to be round? And the answer is no, of course not. Like roundness is a process and it's something that takes years and years of correct development. And it's something that there's like different levels of roundness, right? Like round for a four-year-old is very different than round for a Grand Prix horse. And so the purpose of 30 Days Round is to give you this jumpstart, is to give you the education, to give you a deadline, to give you a focus so that you're like, okay, 30 days, I'm going to work with my horse every single day. I'm going to follow the curriculum. I'm going to follow the exercises and see what we can accomplish. And I know that you will see a big difference in your horse within the 30 days because we saw it last year. Um, But it's going to be then just a jump for you to be able to continue developing that throughness, developing that roundness. So a few questions in the chat here. If I'm leaning too far forward, my mare pulls the reins out of my hands. Yes, so that's a really good point, which is we're talking so much about our horses engaging their hind end, engaging their core, our horses being round. You have to do the same thing as a rider, right? You need to sit back. You need to ride from your seat. You need to engage your core so that your horse can use the correct muscles. If you're leaning forward and pulling, your horse is never going to be able to engage their kind in. So um, always make sure whenever, and this is one thing that we talk a lot about in the course. Like if you're going to go to use your reins, sit back and think about your seat first. Uh, okay. Another question: Have you shared the before and after videos of some of the riders in the 30 days to round last time? Yes, I have shared it. Um, I. I will post it in the chat after I get done with the live. But if you look at some of the reels that we've posted, we have like little before and after clips of the winners from last 30 days round. And it's pretty amazing the difference that we've seen in the riders, like the before and after videos are amazing. So I will definitely post that. Um, Let's see. Round for a 28-year-old horse is challenging. They've been there before and had 10 years off. They are participating, but grumbly, yes. So it definitely, you know, every horse is different. Every horse has different abilities. But I think that, you know, focusing on the basics, focusing on, you know, getting your horse forward, getting your horse supple, and then doing what your horse is capable of that's you know that's really training. And the more consistent and the more clear that you are with your training, the better and the easier that it will get. Um, let me see, what else do I have on my list? Oh, for those of you that are already in the challenge, please invite your friends to join. Once you join the challenge, there is a referral code. So if you invite your friends, you can get them an additional $10 off. So please invite your friends. Um, the other thing is oh yeah there were some questions for people who are already inside of the challenge of like what should you include in your videos so basically the way the challenge works is that you'll submit a before and after video of your writing, and that's how we pick the winners so for the before video there's not a specific pattern that you have to do But we do recommend if you can show walk, trot, canner and some transitions, um, just kind of where you are, what you're capable of doing. That's the best for the before video. They should be about like two to three minutes long. The more clear your video, the better. So please, if you can get someone to like hold your camera and zoom, you don't have to have a fancy camera. Just use your cell phone, but like zooming in and out, very helpful. And then the after video, you will show the difference. So again, if you can show walk, trot, canner, some transitions, some of the patterns or exercises that you've learned, that's awesome. And then from that, we basically put your videos up side by side. We go through everyone's video and pick winners. You do not have to submit videos. So we have quite a few people that do the challenge and just do it for themselves. They're not necessarily submitting videos. That's absolutely fine. Um, And there's a lot more detail once you sign up for the program where we help you understand like the rules, the criteria, all of that. But basically, it's just a super exciting challenge. It's like inside the Facebook group. It's so much fun. I'm going to be doing lives twice a week, answering your questions. There's going to be a webinar on contact and connection where i really go into the theory like kind of like i did today but like times 10 there's worksheets for you to fill out and plan your month there's over 40 videos it's it's such a good program honestly it's like my favorite program of all time so if you haven't joined yet i highly recommend you join so that you can get started on the exercises if not you have until the 15th to join and yeah i'm looking forward to it so thanks for watching i hope you enjoyed this little live session i will keep popping on here and i actually was able to go live on youtube and instagram so if you're on instagram i was looking up there at the youtube people so i apologize all everyone i hope you have a wonderful afternoon and we'll see you in the next one bye